0: Beards for Radio.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Beards for Radio podcast. You know that I'm Joe.
0: And I'm Sasha.
1: And uh Sashi, yesterday was National Podcast Day. And uh we kind of missed an opportunity to record yesterday, but you know what? We'll we're making up for it today. So uh, a happy belated podcast day to you, my man. Yep,
0: National Beers for Radio Day. We made our own up. That's right. And uh
1: <laughs> also today some brand new products on the Far Bar website. Uh make sure you guys go to F A R dash E B A R dot com. Uh, he's got a new bucket style hat, a new teal hoodie and a brand new scarf Uh, if you go to his website you'll see what I'm talking about but these are these are some really nice products he's been teasing for a while Um, we got a pretty good show today Uh, we're going to be talking about the NBA finals game one just happened and uh, we'll be talking about our thoughts from that game and our predictions for the rest of the series but I wanted to start with uh, a bit of old news that we haven't gotten to yet the trailer for the Batman film in 2021 has dropped, and we've had some time to digest it, and we will be talking about it now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a good uh, way to put it. Had t- time to digest it. I'm glad I just didn't, you know, you know, throw up in my mouth when I saw the trailer at first. <laughs> I think, I think what throws me off is all right. So I watch a trailer, and Colin Farrell's of Penguins got me very intrigued. I like Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman, Jeffrey yeah. Wright, Jeffrey Wright playing, um, you know, Commissioner Gordon. I know it's you know the changing of the skin tones thing, but Jeffrey Wright's one of those actors I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? I, I yeah. first saw I first saw him in Shaft. You know what I'm saying? And in Westworld, you know, oh, you know, our favorites. Uh, Lady in the Water, because our favorite dude, I'm like Shemalama Ding Dong. Right. You know he does <laughs> his thing. So like I, I think Jeffrey writes a good enough actor where you can see past that. So like that, that I'm cool with. You know what I'm saying the Riddler. You know Paul Dano. You know I, I first saw him in There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day Lewis. Um, he was in Looper. You know, 12, 12 years a slave. Um, he's he he's in that Prisoners. Where he plays that like creepy like kid kidnapper. Have you ever seen that movie? I think um, what's I his face? So. Wolver- Wolverine. What's his name? Hugh uh, Jackman. Hugh Jackman's in it, and his daughter gets kidnapped, and he's just a really creepy dude in it. So I think he has the range to pull you know the Riddler off. And from the Riddler, uh, in the in a in a trailer, it looks kind of more like I I don't know, I kind of got like a Zodiac killer feel to it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Not, so he's, he's not, not like exactly the top like, Jim Carrey style or um, Right, no yeah. bowler
0: cap, no bowler cap and cane.
1: But he does have a good look to, Kane, to, to be the Riddler though. Like he just you right. look at him and that's that's who I envision. Right. And speaking of the
0: Riddler with you know his 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 classic uh question mark, you know, symbol, mm-hmm. I throw that on Rob Patton and the Batman because I'm not sold. You, th- this whole movie has got me sold except for Rob and the Batmobile itself. You know, th- those two things, I don't know, it just throws me off. I just, they're not aesthetically pleasing to me. It's, you yeah. know, like... <laughs> yeah. I, and, and, you know, a lot of people might, you might think it's, 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 you know, this early Batman, you're not supposed to be, you know, like, you're not supposed to be like Ben Affleck, like, lifting cement uh, blocks in the end of, you know... You know rebar, but it just—it's not aesthetically pleasing to me. The Batmobile looks just like
1: you know, like something out of Fast and the Furious. Um, it kind of looks like it, the the like very first Batmobile from uh, you know when Adam West was playing Batman. That's that's what I thought when I first saw it. I can get, I, I get that, I get
0: that. Without the bubbliness to it, But yeah. like, e-
1: e- Even his, even his outfit is just like he,
0: he looks. He doesn't look like he fills the outfit out, which led to led to me to believe the rumors that he refused to work out. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about Batman. Batman had friggin', you know, he was disciplined. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, he, you know, if you want to play that part, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're gonna have to stay physically fit, or just get it, or just constantly gonna be. You know, stunt double, stunt double, stunt double, stunt double. And sometimes I want, I want to see, I want to see, you know, yeah. the work of the actor itself. Sometimes he just, it just, it, it hasn't gotten me sold. We you did, know, in, in the
1: sorry, go go ahead. Ahead. no, you're good. I was gonna say we did see a brief, uh, fight scene in the trailer that dropped where it looks like somebody's henchman, possibly the joke or uh, the Riddlers or the Penguins henchman, one like steps up to fight him and. Pattinson, the battenson, whatever you want to call him, just dismantles the dude without he barely like moves his feet he just is it, it looks like he's very focused on technique, not as much uh bulk, you know like yeah, maybe maybe yeah. maybe he's trying to go for that angle, you know
0: I get that, but- I know what you're seeing you're talking about where he like. Knocks a dude down and like punches him like eight more times on the right. ground and like makes everyone ski. To me, it looked more like he was just like brutish and brutal. And and if if it takes Batman honestly like close to like twelve blows to take out a henchman, uh, good god, you know what I'm saying? Like that just that is my opinion at all. Yeah. Like and and then his outfit, his outfit almost looked more like. <sighs> Uh, a Nicolas Cage's outfit in a uh, kick-ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, I don't, it's just not aesthetically pleasing to me. It just really isn't. I just, yeah, I don't think he fills the suit out. I think he looks like a kid in costume. You know what I'm saying? Who Like, doesn't really fill out the, the costume, but oh well, it's Halloween. You're just going to wear it for one night anyway. <laughs> That's what it looks like to me. But I, 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 I hope I'm wrong. But everything else is just, I, I, I like what I see in everything else. It's, it's just Peterson, it just really
1: is I yeah just, I don't know and you know granted we are over a year away from the release of the movie I believe it's supposed to be well I guess I guess we're under a year now I think it's supposed to be summer right. 21 so who knows what's going to change until then I thought my my excitement level definitely rose quite a few metrics after seeing the trailer because we were talking about, we, we had been talking about this movie since it had been announced as a project. You know, we, we just were not excited about it. We went down the cast uh, f- a while ago, back in like February, and said, these are some intriguing casting choices, but, uh, you know, we've seen Batman a million times. It's, it's nice that they're not starting in year one, but, you know, that's, that's kind of like what we were talking about back then. Right. From what I've heard, uh and I think Matt Reeves said this in a an interview, Batman is it's going to like focus a lot on Batman's detective skills more than any other Batman film has to this point. And I think that's why they selected the Riddler as like the main first villain for him. Well, I guess right. I guess I can't say he's the main one cuz we we did see Catwoman, we did see the Penguin in the trailer, but it, it seems like the heaviest influence is gonna be on the Riddler who's not so much a physical uh rival but you know matches him in mental yeah
0: right. And...
1: right i you know I get that I get that and if and if it, it, it like if that could take me by surprise
0: You know I could absolutely love it but like it's it's just the aesthetics of Pattinson, I guess you know? yeah it does but... look
1: weird, and uh we saw a few shots of him without the mask on like in his suit. His hair, his he still has like a weird haircut. For I don't, I don't know what age he's specifically supposed to be, or what time this movie is specifically taking place in. But right. yeah, in my opinion, like the haircut's got to change. One thing I noticed was, you know, the black eye makeup that was cool because when he's wearing the mask, you know, every Batman actor, you it's clear they're wearing black makeup or something like that around their eyes, but then they right. take it off, like, and you know, you see the shot of mm-hmm. him. Like you said, he's kind of brooding, but you see the dark makeup around his eyes. Um, right. I don't know. This one could go a lot of ways. It seems like it's going to be kind of like the Dark Knight where it focuses or it's heavily influenced by the the dirtiness of what are supposed to be Gotham's leaders, like the cops, politicians, stuff like that. So like the Riddler and, and the Batman might be on the same idea of things like things need to change they're just going about it at totally opposite ends of the spectrum
0: right no hey and, and that's cool and all and you're right the the newsy haircut needs to go you know <laughs> but
1: but hey, um, christian bale was a newsy before he was batman
0: Ha <laughs> <laughs> throw that in there buddy but like like you said if if reeve said they're gonna focus more on him being detective then why not go the arkham asylum route because that right. whole game and the whole you know is all about detective work. You, you know what I'm saying? It's it's rarely rock 'em stock 'em up, you know, you be, you beat up the random hatchman here and you have the cool little cutscenes and everything. But like most of that game is all detective work. So like why would they want to go that route? Like that would have be, right. been way cooler to me. But, you know, I don't I don't make the big bucks. So I just not talk yet. about it. Yeah, not yet, hopefully, right.
1: <laughs> um my main concern is that they're going to pull the classic Spider-Man three mistake and just uh inflate it with too many villains. You know, it'll be like that, that adult swim video, too many cooks, but there's just villains popping up everywhere. That's, that's right. a little bit concerning to me.
0: Right. No, most definitely. So where they, they, have one, two, three, three villains right. so we far saw, pretty we much
1: spotted three in the trailer. Now it seems like the Riddler is going to be the main focused villain but to see Penguin and Catwoman, who knows if there are any others kind of lying in the wings that they just haven't shown to us yet. So that, that mm. does worry me because one of the greatest like factors you can have in a, a hero movie is, you know, the uh the contrast between the hero and the villain. And if that's kind of split up between three villains, then you know, it can it can take the movie in too many uh, sideways directions you know it can kind of lose its its main direction
0: no absolutely or they could go in like a like a three-pronged way you know what i'm saying like like well i'm, I'm looking at you know you're obviously right like his main you know protagonist antagonist is going to be him him and riddler batman and yeah riddler. it seems like that's going to be the biggest struggle I think the catwoman thing is gonna is gonna lead to more of an ally type deal. You know what I'm saying? More like how yeah. it should be, like like on and off again, you know what I'm saying, volatile relationship, but not on the level of what he's going after Riddler for, you know what I'm saying? I think exactly. she's just a, a safe cracker at that point and she's just gonna look at her for an ally. For Penguin, I have a feeling he's gonna take over like the Carmine Falcone, you yeah. know, mob role, you know what I'm saying, where he's gonna be more of the underground you know, player. And what if they're both, you're right. What if they're both against this, you know, mob rule, you know, the corruptness that, you know, like you said, just runs rampant in uh, Gotham from, you know, the underground to, you know, the top, probably the top of the mayor's office in in some cases. Right.
1: And that that shot of uh, Colin Farrell as the Penguin, kind of grinning his teeth. It looks like he's standing out in the rain. It does have a little bit of like a mob boss, aura to it uh it looks like a classic pissed off mob boss like you just like stepped on his favorite henchman or something like that right so
0: it could be a little three-pronged attack they hit at us right that case that case cool like like i'm just hoping at this point that the story and the acting and everything else just outweighs the fact that i just not really looking at a Batman to me you know right
1: I'll always go back to uh the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles films from 2014 and 2016 like f- better films than I thought they would be and the character of the characters of the turtles were really good and like Bebop and Rocksteady were great uh and even Krang was really good in that second film but it was just so hard to get over that they just looked like freaks. Like it was impossible to get over that. Right. Like the turtles I, I, themselves, like, right, you know, the main, right. the main focus of the films. So I, I can, I can resonate with that for sure.
0: Right. And like, and like, if it is what it is, I, you know, they're, they're not going to go back and obviously recast, yeah. you know, Batman, but it is what it is. So I just gotta, you know, take it for what it is. We're getting another Batman movie, you know, uh, I, I'm happy about that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I guess I got to see it to just just to really, <laughs> yeah. really. It has to be really well well written. It, it has a strong cast of character. I mean, great actors. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that Robert Pattinson's a, a bad actor. I think Robert Pattinson's a great right. actor. You know what I'm saying? Me and my wife saw that movie um, where him and uh, God, the dude who played the first uh, goblin, what's his name? Willem Dafoe? William Defoe William Defoe that movie when they're it's like in black and white and they're on like the island together with uh in the lighthouse that, that was a weird movie but it was great acting you know what I'm saying he's a great actor but I yeah. just, it just it's just it's, I, re- it's yeah. really it's really it's really got to be solid it's really got yeah. to be solid I do it.
1: recall people uh freaking out when Heath Ledger was announced to be the next joker like how, how is that gonna work you know um, right and obviously That's true too. he, he Change the way anybody else is ever going to play the Joker from here on out. You know, it seems like a lot of people who take on that role, uh, whether it be like cartoon, aside from Mark Hamill or you know Jared Leto, seems like they kind of are in that light a little bit. But
0: right, comparison—it's always going to be compared to uh, to Ledger. Exactly. Role. I mean, it, 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 won, um, it won an Oscar, you know. So yeah, it's we'll, we'll have
1: plenty. Of, we'll have plenty of time to speculate and. Plenty of more trailers coming out before the movie is out, but uh, just thinking about going to the movies and seeing it gets me excited. You know, it's right. been so long since I've been to the movies, right? No, absolutely. But before we
0: move on to NBA Joe, I want to bring a little article and it's Batman, too. It's gonna throw a little twist on it, okay? So I read this article about Christian Bale, right? And you know how the new Flash movie is coming out and they're gonna have the Flash Point, which I've been in. Screaming about for years, Joe. You know me, they need to make a flashback movie, they need to go in a crazy different direction. You know, bizarro Superman with the whole thing. Um, Christian, they've asked Christian Bale to make a cameo in this movie as well. And now we know that we have, um, that Ben Affleck's on board, that Michael Keaton's on board, and now Christian Bale's on board. And Christian Bale says the only way he'll do it if he gets his blessing from Nolan. So if he does, we're gonna have. Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, and Christian Bale make a cameo in a Flashpoint movie. That is, okay? That's exciting. That's <laughs> but exciting. What's, but right what's
1: there. Val Kilmer going to be doing?
0: Val Kilmer is—he <laughs> he can still make Saint Two. We can make Saint Two for <laughs> Val Kilmer. But um, you know, other—you know—I I think I think that's a great idea. I think that that's thinking outside of the box. Yes, is that, that is exciting. So. I thought I thought I right, that in there. <laughs> crazy, crazy. I, I never really real like film.
1: gave gave Batfleck a fair shake. I, to be honest, I never saw the Justice League movies, and I only watched Batman vs Superman probably one and a half times.
0: Gotcha. Um,
1: but you know, from what I've heard, his performance was the best part of those films. But you know, you talk about the best Batmans. It always comes down to Keaton versus Bale. So if those two are in it together, that's that's takes it to a whole another level, and you know we've always wanted to see uh Michael Keaton reprise his role of of Bruce Wayne in like a Batman Beyond type role. So oh that, my
0: God, Terry McGinnis, was... Terry McGinnis, Batman Beyond would be go friggin' great, yeah, friggin' great.
1: Um, I I also got some uh surprising last minute news for you about uh, someone someone reprising their role. Throw it in there. All right, Marvel announced well yeah a marvel today there are articles saying they will be bringing back jamie fox to play electro in yes. spider-man 3
0: yes that's what i'm talking about don't stick with it don't di- divert from it because jamie fox was good in that movie but a good electro so I, I i got no problem with that jamie fox is the bomb that guy's that guy's definitely one of the best actors of our time so i have no yeah. problem with
1: that i think it's that's great Austin. Yeah, so I, I saw that news today and I was kind of su- surprised by that like, huh, that's not a move uh big time movie pro- productions usually do. So uh I don't know if that's going to be I don't know if they're just going to restart his character all new for the MCU or if it's going to be some kind of like weird Spider-Verse type bridge to uh the Andrew Garfield films similar to what you were just talking about with Flashpoint. I know I know there's no Flashpoint in uh, the MCU, but you know we did have the the Into the Spider Verse movie, and it seems like that's just going to keep building. So,
0: absolutely, why not? absolutely, and I don't see I and, and and in my opinion, with the whole flashpoint and the whole the Spider Verse, Marvel can keep Spider Man in his own world for a little bit, in his own yeah. thing. They can do they can do separate from what they want to do have them have a cameo here and there in this new phase four whatever they want to phase 27 whatever they want to call the phases they're in. they can do that but like spider-man himself with the whole spider-verse dude can just keep uh keep like movies they can have like a phase four, one through four just for spider-man universe dude like no yeah. doubt to me that he has some of the most iconic villains you know, and the same thing with uh with Flashpoint. Flashpoint can turn DC on its head, and just they can go do crazy stuff with it that people were like, "Oh my God, Why, why the, the heck is what right, Why the heck is Wonder Woman and uh you know the Amazonians and the Atlanteans fighting? Because this is Flashpoint, fool. Anything? This is this is crazy. Oh, the Bruce Wayne died, and his mom and his dad are Joker and Batman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's like so many things you can do, so many things you do. So, I'm all for that. Right, see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman. That'd be dope, dude. And Maggie is, and Maggie is uh Joker. Come on, dude. Yeah, (laughs) millions in the (laughs) bank. Those two can't get along in the bank, right?
1: (laughs) Um. As previously mentioned, this episode of the Beards for Radio podcast where we discussed the NBA finals and the Batman trailer was brought to you by Farbar. New products just dropped a bucket hat, a teal hoodie and a new scarf, brand new products from Farbar. Make sure to visit far-ebar.com for those and other great t-shirts and other products as well. Again, that's far-ebar.com. Brand new products just came out today.
0: And then they won, uh, what was it, 98 to 116
1: to 98? Uh, Lakers uh, beat the yeah. Heat. Yeah, let me find that exact score. Wait for this page to load. But, um...
0: yeah, man, I think, I just think AD is just a monster. I think Eve Morris had, uh, you know, a good quote. Say, yeah, we got LeBron, but, dude, you know, AD is probably the best player in the world. You know, and I got to agree with the guy. I definitely got to agree with Morris on that one. And, you know, from what I'm seeing, I think LeBron's playing at a good clip. You know, I'm not saying he's not at his age. It's
1: great. I always think, I I still think, go on. I I bet LeBron is thrilled he's not, he doesn't have to be like the best player and carry the team. Right. But does that,
0: does that, is that going to hurt, you know, LeBron's legacy? You know what I'm right. saying? If he doesn't get the MVP, because cause, let me tell you something. If he keeps going away, it's going to ADs so to get MVP. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> should. Should and get
0: MVP. There's no doubt in my mind. Does that put a, that put a damper on the goatness for him?
1: You know what I'm saying? So like, I would say, yeah. <clears throat> I would say, yeah, Jordan, too. Jordan was never a second fiddle to anybody, even on the dream team.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like Jordan was never not the guy, you know. what I'm saying, and right. I'm not taking and Look, away-
1: Le- LeBron had 25 points, 13 rebounds, nine assists. So it's not like he was he was just robbing out there. Like he he more than held his own for sure. And uh, LeBron has definitely stepped up his defense from last year when when Kuzma was like having to shove him into playing defense.
0: Right, true that. And plus, you know, I I still I honestly still think this this whole pandemic and the whole four months rest. You know, uh, behooved LeBron James everyone because oh, it it helped everyone else, but it's like not everyone else is a freaking intro like LeBron. Not everyone yeah. spends one point five or one to one point five million dollars on their body a year. You know what I'm saying, they had he had time to heal and become like super LeBron. You know, what I'm saying that's just my opinion on the whole thing. You know, and it's just. I I don't know what the I don't know what Miami's uh what Miami can bring you know how the bio yeah. has a shoulder injury I don't know how serious they're, that is Dragic went down he's their yeah you know, he's they're, their wildly veteran guy to play game two so it's like you know and then I was watching you
1: know? I was watching game one and um you know probably four minutes to go in the in the first quarter Heat are up by twelve and they're just playing excellent defense like there were four or five straight possessions where. They just baited the Lakers into making a horrible pass turnover. And I mentioned that to the person I was watching with. I was like, look at this defense by Miami. They are just frustrating the Lakers right now. And then from that point on, the Lakers just, as uh, as soon, as, almost as soon as I mentioned it, just went on a tear and led by as much as 30 points at, at one point. Right. And, um, and,
0: and they were bullying out of bio round. And Crowder, I think Crowder, yeah. when he kind of got into it with LeBron a little bit, I think he was getting frustrated because – how 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 the LA's been playing people, and I have no problem with it. I, I like that kind of ball. Sometimes you gotta bully a little bit. How I, I've been saying that they, that's what they need to be, that's what they needed to be doing to AD, you know what I'm saying, in the in the bigger guys to throw them off. But how but Dwight Howard, I think Dwight Howard is being that guy. He's being the to us, uh, you know, being Red Wings fans, he's being that Bob Probert. He is being that yeah. enforcer. And that's sometimes good. you need that and I've always said that you need that sometimes you need that scrapper. That's, yeah. why, we, that's why we love Mark. Uh, that's why we love, uh, Marcus smart. <clears throat> he's that guy. He's that pit bull. Right. You know what I'm saying? And
1: what Howard's being that,
0: and I, you know, and you
1: look, you look at his his uh, <laughs> defense on Nikola Jokic in the, the nugget series, which, uh, Lakers, Lakers took in five games, the Western conference finals. We both predicted a, a six game series, right. but, um, he, he was frustrating Jokic a lot, you know. Like I, I think it did throw off Jokic's game uh, more than once during that series.
0: Oh, most definitely. And that's sometimes that's what you need to do. You need to get in people's heads, man. And that's what Dwight Howard's doing. And he did it to Adebayo. He's been he knocked around bio. He tugged on his shoulder, you know, here and there. It's kind of like what like Olenek did to um. uh uh, love, you know, you know, f- yeah, three, four years ago. You know what I'm saying? They all do that stuff. All those little herky jerks just to get the extra injury. And they did it to Autobio. And, you know, he's their defensive star. You know what I'm saying? So then yeah. w- where do you go now? Olinic has to go in there. Who's Olinic in the body? You know what I'm saying? So I so my, I think it's going to be a clean sweep, to be honest with you, unless something drastic happens and Autobio and Dragic come back and they can, you know, <clears throat> play past her injury.
1: Yeah. My question is, can the Heat do enough to win game two? Because when I knew the Nuggets were not winning the Western Conference Finals was when they lost game two. Anthony Davis hit the shot on the buzzer beater. We talked about it a lot um, that night because I was very upset because I knew you lose that game like that and it's just deflating. It doesn't matter what happens the next game. Like, that to win the series you really had to win a game like that where it was in your in your grasp and i I think looking at jimmy butler on the bench in game one towards the end i think he knows he has to he knows what he has to do in order to be more competitive and steal a game and i think Mm -hmm. if the heat are going to win the series they gotta win game two um but i just don't know if they have it right now i I I really want to disagree with you when you say they're going to sweep. I I think I think Miami does steal a game somewhere, unless unless Adebayo just misses the whole series.
0: But right, right, that's what I'm saying. Like if, yeah. if something like, drastic doesn't happen with their injuries and if <clears throat> like Adebayo looked like he was really hurt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they can if they can play past it and if they can get through it, I can see them maybe pulling out one or two games. But right now. Iggy's gonna have to play Golden State, Iggy MVP Finals, Iggy on LeBron, and even then, mm-hmm. who's gonna step up and
1: uh, take care of uh, AD? Right, those LeBron <laughs> Cavs did not have Anthony Davis. <laughs> I, like I'm a I'm I, I really like Kevin Love's game, but he is he's no he does not bring nearly what Anthony Davis brings to the table.
0: No, and like and like, I mean, this meanest dude at work, but he's getting uh MJ to go, LeBron to go, you know, argument. And I said to him, I said, you think, and I'll ask you, do you think who do you thinks a better player, Dwayne Wade or Pippen?
1: That's tough. Oof. <sighs> That's tough because I saw Dwayne Wade as in his uh, third year in the league carry a team. I know he had Shaq, but he willed a team to win. The NBA Finals against a very talented Mavs team, so that's tough. Right. Um. I'd have to go D Wade, uh, but I, I I do admit I have some bias there. All right. So who do you think is a better player,
0: AD or Pippen? Hmm.
1: One on one, and they go one on one. AD or Pippen, who's winning? One on one in their primes, uh, I don't think many people are beating Anthony Davis. Right,
0: that's what I'm saying. So, like in in my opinion, I'm looking at it from outside. So Jordan played with Pippen, right? One one dude one dude who you are saying, and this guy said the same thing, that D Wade and A D are better individual players than them and probably will end up being better, you know, Hall of Famers than him. So LeBron's had a head up. Right with these two players, yeah. You know what I'm saying so. AD being the MVP here, it just to me it's like Pippin was never the guy that like, oh man, you know Pippin. Pippin, it's it's Pippin's team. It's Pippin's team. It's like no, it's always been MJ's team. Like right now, it's AD's team. So. Yeah, I I do think they I do think they sweep unless something crazy happens. But I think this also is going to sully LeBron James' legacy a little.
1: But you know, right? And who knows? Like in in the long run, people might not remember it that way. They might just see the fourth ring, one with a third different team. Right. I think what where LeBron's legacy is going to be, where his he's going to hang his hat on his legacy, is the twenty sixteen. Title Because you took down just an absolute juggernaut in Golden State. I mean, that that Golden State team won more regular season games than anybody and had a 3-1 lead in the finals. Um, Obviously, I've always said, if Draymond Green doesn't get ejected, they win in five and Draymond Green wins finals MVP. But that's just me. Hmm. Um, He hangs his hat on that because I think Kyrie Irving has proven to be problematic in his other stops so far uh, and has proven to not be like a Dennis Rod, uh, like a Scottie Pippen. I mean, right. um, Kevin Love is just a, a nice piece. I don't think he's what we all thought he was when the Cavaliers got him. Uh, you know, when they traded Wiggins and Anthony Bennett, and I think one other piece to go get him from Minnesota. Right. So I think that's that's what LeBron's legacy hangs its hat on is is that 2016 championship. And to me, I'll always be impressed by the 2007 run to the NBA Finals, too, even though they got worked by the Spurs. Right, um, right. And he was he young, no, he so too, though. Yeah, he'll never be the greatest of all time to me because we're having this conversation. You know, like, it wasn't that he just had D. Wade in Miami. It's that he had Chris Bosh and then two years with Ray Allen as well and great role players like Shane Battier. And, yeah, uh, you know, MJ, he had – Rodman two and Kucoach and uh, B.J. Armstrong on those teams. Right. Rod really? Harper too.
0: He was a, he was a pretty Ron good Harper, defensive guard. Steve Kerr. Steve
1: Kerr, yeah, shooter. That's right. Um, but no, he'll never he'll never be the the greatest to me. I was talking to a a Jordan uh, super fan the other day who was just like, you know, Jordan. If, if you were a teammate of Jordan, he demands perfection of you because he wants to win at the highest level. You know, we. We saw the Lakers last year. It, it seemed pretty clear, like halfway through the season, LeBron had given up and was pretty blatantly just wanting to trade everybody on that team to get Anthony Davis. And you see why because we're seeing what Anthony Davis is doing. Right. But Michael Jordan wouldn't be doing that shit. He would be demanding more out of his current teammates. You know, he wouldn't be like dis. He wouldn't be distancing himself like LeBron did on the bench at, during last year. You know, I think that in the similar way that the biggest thing he'll hang his hat on is 2016 with the Cavs. I think the biggest mark on his resume is going to be his first year with the Lakers.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I I think so. I think, I think think you're right about that. And and I think,
1: and I think that's, that's what's going to keep him from being uh, considered number one, you know, or co-goat, whatever you want to say. I think that's, What's going to keep him from being on the same level as Jordan? Um, And I I do think if the Lakers win this series against the Heat, I do think it will be Anthony Davis. I mean, you just go back all of the series uh, versus the Blazers. Anthony Davis was, I think, the biggest difference versus the Rockets. I I do think it was Davis versus the Nuggets. You know, he was the one taking the shot at the end of the game, and he was the biggest mismatch on the court for them. I just think he's been the biggest difference. I think Anthony Davis has just been waiting – to get a team like this because he's been stuck in New Orleans this whole time. Right,
0: most definitely. And, like, and also think, you know, like, I, I also have to speculate. I don't want to be like, a conspiracy theories, you know, but, um, <laughs> like, come on, this is the year, you know, do you think they're not going to give the NBA, NBA title to the Lakers the year Kobe died? Right. You know what I'm saying could they, right. could they play into it oh well, yeah I'm not gonna throw that out of the the realm of possibilities because I mean if they win it you know you know that whole the whole mamba thing's gonna come back around if they win, when when they win it because they're gonna win it you know the whole thing thing's gonna come back around and it's gonna be in remembrance and you know everything's gonna you know it's all gonna be full circle. So, like, it'll definitely be emotional. Right, most definitely. So, I think, you know, they'll have Vanessa there with the girls, you know what I'm saying? So, like, a lot of me, a part of me doesn't want to
1: say that I feel like it's
0: rigged or it's already set in stone. But a lot of me, a part of me feels like, yeah, it really is, you know?
1: I mean, that's me every time the Patriots win the Super Bowl. So, I get it. right. (laughs) <laughs> Especially when they win it. This I don't want to discount the heat. I don't want to discount the heat just yet, um, but I I do think the Lakers take the series. But we'll see how how Jimmy Butler responds because I think it if it's gonna fall on anybody's shoulder because I I said on the last episode what I liked about the Heat was that they're a true team. They don't really have a superstar, you know, like one of those top five, ten players in the NBA. But now this is where that could hurt you. And this is where Jimmy Butler needs to be that guy, because if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be him. Tyler Hero is just a rookie. I think he, he he will grow into that role, but it's if it's if it's going to be somebody right now, it's got to be him.
0: True, and and a little side note is kind of kind of kind of funny is that you, you know the little the little uh, headlines have been going around about Tyler, Tyler Hero and the Kyle Kuzma right and and, and the ex girlfriend Kyle Kuzma's ex girlfriend. Uh, this is the news. So Kyle Kuzma's ex girlfriend Instagram model. You know these Instagram models. They're models on Instagram, right? You know, like like I'm a soldier in Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> um, I guess I, right. Like I'm a like I'm a Super Bowl winning
1: coach. on Exactly.
0: My you know what I'm saying? It's, it's GM mode, baby. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I guess Kyle Kuzma's ex girlfriend, um, Tali Hero, hollered at her, and she is now Ooh. living with him. So this is kind of, in the bubble? Uh, well yeah she's at the bubble. She's at the bubble with them. So she's oh. the, so Christmas <laughs> act at the bubble with Tyler Hero because they're together now. That's 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 kind of like the uh, the, uh, the the Paul George <laughs> Oh uh, Seth Curry type thing that was going on, you know, Seth yeah, Mary Paul George's ex fiance because Paul George, I mean, cheated on her, yeah. and Doc uh, Doc's, Doc's that, daughter, that Matt too.
1: Barnes... crazy, this
0: crazy love triangles going on in the
1: bubble, but or uh, that Matt Barnes, uh, Derek Fisher triangle that was going right, on. <laughs> dude, right, dude, just just craziness, craziness in the bubble. So. I tell you, yeah. Some of the best things about the NBA are what happens off the court. Right,
0: no, that, that's true. So I, I, I was kind of watching uh, last night to see, also, not just for that reason, just to see if there was going to be a little chippiness between Tyler Hero and
1: Kyle Kuzma. So that's just something, something right. fun to watch for, I guess. That's right. You gotta, you gotta always watch the story within the story. <laughs> Plus, um, I saw somebody put it really eloquently on Twitter, uh. And I saw when uh, the Heat won the series against the Celtics and the Lakers won the series against the Nuggets, so it was official Lakers versus Heat. Somebody put it really, really well. LeBron James might be the best player in Miami Heat history, but it seems like he's not really part of the family. You know, like Tim Hardaway Sr., Dwayne Wade, Shaquille O'Neal, Alonzo Mourning, like the great Heat players. It seems like there's a family, and then – there's LeBron James isn't really like a part of that family, even though arguably he had his best years while playing for Miami. And, you know, there's like rumors that he tried to get Eric Spolstra fired his first year uh, in Miami back in 2010. Um, And now you look at it, arguably Eric Spolstra might be the best Current coach outside of Nick like, Nurse, it's probably him and Popovich, and maybe like Steve. Nick
0: Nurse too, the uh, Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse, right, so, yes, yeah, no, 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 no. and what's his face, Bradley from, uh, uh, yeah, the Celtics coach, uh, and, and, and Doc Stevens. Rivers, Stevens. And, and Doc Rivers too. You know, Doc Rivers, even though he got fired from the Clip just recently, so
1: right, just signed with Philly yeah, though.
0: So like, who knows? Who knows? But I, I heard that. Um, I heard that. Uh. Uh, Embiid trying to side with Brooklyn. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh my uh, him in Brooklyn with, uh, with KD and Kyrie. That might be a little scary. But
1: Yeah, but I don't think it would work. Yeah. I mean, I got to see it work with Kyrie and KD first before I can even think about adding, adding somebody. I love Embiid, but I don't know. If I were the Sixers, I think I would take my chances with Embiid rather than Simmons. Oh, most if, definitely. If you if you truly have to side with the one of them, I would I would take Embiid over right? Students, right? But
0: Embiid Embiid can't be your go to at that in big games in the playoffs. It just yeah. it's just he's proved to be, you know, not conditioned enough, if
1: I can say. But yeah. And how much are they kicking themselves for trading up to get Markel Fultz oh my God. in that twenty seventeen draft? Like, man, if because if they had Tatum and Embiid and Simmons, it's it's just totally different. Oh, okay. And Markel Fultz is coming into his own in Orlando, but it's just totally different if that team has Jason Tatum. Right, but you know, you know, it's crazy too. Is that can you imagine the landscape's gonna look like an
0: NBA post-LeBron James? Oh yeah, you know, so, it's like my whole life. There's always been, uh, there's always been a star. It was MJ. It was Kobe. No, it, it was it was LeBron. Steph was in the mix too. There was like, who's gonna be that guy once LeBron's
1: gone? You know what I mean? Is he gonna be it's gonna be Amani Bates? Oh. oh, okay. He's calling it early. He's calling it early. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that, it's gonna be that Ypsilanti I boy. Think
0: the, the landscape of the NBA post LeBron James is gonna be something to behold. I really do think so.
1: Man. I think so too. And uh, fingers crossed, you know, I, I I truly believe the NBA did Cleveland a favor uh, with them getting that first overall pick, getting that the Akron kid, generational talent to Cleveland. Hopefully, a couple years, they pay Detroit the same favors and get that Ypsilanti kid in uh, the red and blue playing for the oh Pistons. Oh, my
0: God. That would be awesome, dude. It would be awesome if they can,
1: they can start a little –
0: you know, a little thing like that here. You know, the, you know they right. they are starting, and to... then
1: and then Izzo will come be the coach of the Pistons.
0: Wait, wait, wait! I think <laughs> no, I think he'll kidding. be too old by then. He's getting
1: up there. <laughs> but uh yeah, man. I mean, like, no, I like Dwayne Casey but, a lot. I hope I hope Casey sticks around a little.
0: Like you time. said, the, the Bates family. Yeah. They, you know, they're 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 putting their roots down in Ypsilanti, you know, in Metro Detroit. So I, I you know, it's not right. out of realm of possibility there either. So. With yeah. the academy going uh, down, so yeah, they're,
1: they're they're looking to stay for a while. Yeah, um, so yeah, uh, it seems like we're going the same way. Uh, Lakers probably going to take this series. Uh, are you standing by it? You you think it's going to be a clean sweep? It
0: if Autobio and Dragic don't get back in, and if Autobio can you know play past the injury and play like himself. I think they might be able to squeeze out a game or two. But if Autobio stays out and so does Dragic, man, I see him sweeping it.
1: Yeah. And I think this is the first time that defensively there, somebody is putting their best defender on Duncan Robinson and making him a priority. He right. got goose eggs. He was blanked. Yeah, he was blanked in game one. And it's it's not a coincidence. It's not like he had it's not like he had stage fright. Like they were, they were lining up to make sure he did not get the catch and right. shoot. Like, you know, so Miami's got to adjust to that because I I think for the most part, teams have been trying to stop Jimmy teams have been trying to stop hero and teams have been trying to stop Dragic, but this is the first and And, you know, Robinson has been able to find his way in the game and like move without the ball and, you know, find his spot. Right. That's going to be, that's going to be a different challenge for him now. And, uh, if he, can, if he can adjust to that and contribute a few three-pointers per game, it's, it makes a difference. So I'm hoping Miami wins game two just to make it interesting. Oh, yeah.
0: But, I, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. I always, root, I always root for the underdog, you know, unless it's my team yeah. that's in there. But, no, I'm, I'm with you on that, man. It's just that uh, I think Spolstra is going to have to figure out a way to keep – what the Miami's been doing but have to he has to go a little bigger he has to yeah. go a little bigger and just
1: yeah to me through 8 minutes in the game like 8 minutes into the first quarter i just thought miami could not have been playing better defense than they were but the lakers they just adjusted to it so it, that's that's got to be disheartening if if you're a, a heat fan to see them come out like they did playing great defense and converting it to turnovers for for points um, and then just have it evaporate. Right. like That it's only game one, but that's that's, that's very true. Disarging. That's true. Um, but yeah. So, I believe that covers everything we wanted to get to. We are a little over three weeks away from the return of Big Ten football. It is uh, the the new schedules are officially out and everything. Uh, Sasha, we're gonna have a Halloween. Battle in the backyard between the Wolverines. That's gonna be and Spartans. fun cause
0: and Halloween's on the Saturday yeah. too. I get to do Halloween with my kids yep. this year because I work nights, so I'm so ecstatic for that day. It's like no
1: joke. That's awesome, and uh, we're just gonna be watching lots of Michael Myers movies. Absolutely,
0: dude. So but um, yeah. So you can think, you know, um, Big Ten football is back, and we can think uh, the Orange Man Donald because you know <laughs> I brought Big Ten back. It was all me. <laughs> I'm okay? So. <laughs> oh my god. The buffo- the buffo- the buffoonery really of our those. leadership. Anyway, that's that's another story, but uh That's yeah. another yeah. He's really trying to get god those Ohio votes. between him and Biden I don't I don't know if I have amnesia or like early onset dementia. Jesus. So but yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll we're gonna have down, to. Brother. Maybe we're we'll Americans, sure. this is what we do, you know? All right, right. brother.
1: All right, man. Well, I'll uh, we'll talk to you on the flip side, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beards for Radio podcast. Like I said, new products on Farbar's website, far-ebar.com, including a nice bucket hat, an awesome uh, Iranian garden scarf, and a teal hoodie that uh, kind of looks like my Miami Dolphins, so Ooh. I might have to cop it, and I'll uh, put a little bit of orange on it, put uh, maybe Tua on the back
0: There or you go, like man. And what's going on with him? Is he, is he sitting out this, this year?
1: Yeah, that's that's always been the plan. So for at least from the outside looking in it seemed like the plan was always to not play Tua until the offensive line is ready to go. Plus, I mean you got the magic man. Yeah. So you don't want to put oh, out Yeah, that man. Let, let, let his let his beard hairs get curled up in his chest hairs. That's the man right. I I think the debate has to be settled once and for all. The best beard for radio and sports is ryan fitzpatrick it's not james harden or matt patricia it is the magic man the heart himself
0: and he has the best chest here you know what i'm saying the,
1: the, oh my goodness did you watch his oh my god interview i love it with the I love nfl it. network the, that was just hilarious. the
0: way his gold chains just sit in his chest he looks like an 80s porn star <laughs> he looks just beautiful but <laughs>
1: <laughs> he belongs in miami absolutely he really does i I hope they keep him around as a backup uh, to end his career, like as long as Tua's around. Um, but yeah, I I believe the offensive line, uh, they, they, they started two rookies on Thursday night and uh, another rookie is heavy in the rotation. So you got to let the offensive line really gel because this wasn't supposed to be the year that we make a playoff push or like start to contend for the Super Bowl, right. you know? So you don't want to put Tua out there who hasn't played in almost a year. Well, yeah probably the next time he takes the field, it'll be, have been a year right. since he played. Um, you don't want to risk that. You know, you really... Because sure. that's your franchise. If you somehow get him hurt in a meaningless game, like, that's that's how you lose your job. And I want Brian Flores to stick around. Um, so, yeah. I've always thought and been okay with the fact that uh, Tua was going to sit this year. Maybe, like, throw him in against the Jets or some lowly team like that. But... Yeah, ain't no reason to put out the magic fire with no, I'm with like that. Brother. So. so uh we'll see. Right now the issue is uh run defense. They gotta get some good D tackles in there. But it's a conversation for another day, man. Hey, don't get me started yes, on this Absolutely. Spins.
0: Yeah, so um so maybe we uh we get back after, you know, game three.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we'll, we will plan on reconvening and we can talk a little bit about the mandalorian casts
0: there's been a few casts for mandalorian right. so mandalorian. i think
1: that's going to be equally and, uh, some Sometime down the line we do have some walking dead news uh, i think we're getting what we asked for finally so uh, we will get to that are on you a talking future about episode
0: the, are you talking about the guy that's been missing that went away in the trolley bird
1: i'm talking about uh like the the kind of like three yeah, well, yeah, there, there was kind of like a three pronged yes, yes, news yes, yes, fork yes, that yes. they stabbed us with yes. a while back.
0: So we'll we will get. So, to um, those. Um, I think i um, just started the last about three episodes into season ten. That was the last one, right?
1: That was the last season. Okay. Yeah, and we we still have yet to see the season finale of season ten because of COVID. So uh, we're we're waiting on that right. to come out and as well. So I think there's like. 11 or 12. Right. And then, now. and then I read somewhere there's
0: some Rick news coming out too, which I think everybody's been kind of pitching or too. So yeah, we have a lot to talk about, dude. We'll get, yeah. We're going to get to that for sure. We're going to get to that.
1: All right, man. Always good talk talking. with you, with you Joey.
0: Joey.